This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier, and we argue, most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. I'm Sam. I am one half of the team that runs the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. I'm Emma. I'm the other half of that team. I'm Carrie. I'm one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. I'm Allie, and I own Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. And hopefully by now, you know that each one of our episodes answers questions from listeners. So please send us your reading dilemmas to shelfhealthuv at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to any of these three bookstores. We do our very best to make sure we get to all of the questions in future episodes. And with that, today's question is, it is also from Instagram from Tabard Alums. And the question is, books about magical cosmic beings. I like that. Magical cosmic beings like toads and fairies and butterflies with special superpowers. That is going to be an interesting question. I cannot wait to hear what you all came up with. And we're going to let Allie start because she seems to know about how this question came about. The Tabard is a undergraduate co-ed fraternity at Dartmouth. I was a part of it when I was an undergrad, although I think some would argue that the blue light never leaves you. Most would argue. But the backstory here, Tabard is alums. Is it a blue magical cosmic being light? Well, yes. So there is a legend that is told at the Tabard, and I am like, is this a secret legend? I don't think so, because any the great thing about Tabard is that it's super inclusive. If it's something not... awful happens to all of us, we're going to know why. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. You don't have to be selected to be in it. Anybody who wants can join. And there's a story that's told. There's actually a book that was made, not a truly published book, a book that was made yeah. um, at the Letterpress Studio on Dartmouth campus about the cosmic dancing space toad. And so the story goes that there was a sad little town. I'm going to butcher this story. And um, <laughs> a toad landed there. So that's why toads are included with like In unicorns. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of these things is not like the other. So the toad landed and spread the wonderful blue light of happiness and acceptance to everyone. That's the, the short version. And so I don't know that Kamal ever expected, I believe he runs the alum account. I don't know that he ever expected for us to actually answer this question, but, but I'm we're so glad we to. are, especially because I just think yeah. books about magical creatures are a lot of fun. So and thanks, I will, Kamal. I will note that the question does not use unicorn. It toads, oh. fairies, and butterflies. I'm kind of into the toads. I like like that. Yeah. butterflies. I think anything could be. We could, like, you could have inserted, totally. you know, coyotes or something. Oh, I don't. <laughs> They seem kind of mean to me. But in this case, it would be magical and cosmic. You're right. And they I were no longer. I guess I've coyotes. been serenaded by coyotes all summer now. So I feel, <laughs> feel I'm feeling a kinship to them at around three in the morning. <laughs> I assumed this question was written in by like a seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. No offense to no all you wonderful Dartmouth There's students. There's a magical spirit. A whimsical, childlike spirit. Yeah. Uh, I really hope you came up with a kid's book for this one then. I did. Okay, go, Um. Emma. (laughs) Um, So the book I'm recommending is Hilda, the entire Hilda series by Luke Pearson. 
30-year-olds love as yes. well. Yeah. Everyone should bad. read Hilda. So I actually came to this book by way of the television show, which you can watch on Netflix, which we started watching after finishing another show that was very, like, warm. And I just wanted more, like, warm and loving shows. This book series, as far as I can tell, hues very closely to the TV show. So depends on the material that you're in the mood for right now. You can go either way. And it basically follows a little Scandinavian girl who lives in the wilderness with her mother. She encounters stone giants, woodmen, men made of wood, woofs, which are just little puffy balls with a little tail and big cute eyes, elves that are very tiny and invisible unless you sign a lot of paperwork to agree to be able to see them. It is a delightful series. It is full of magical cosmic creatures. It is like a cup of warm tea kind of a series. Highly recommend both the books and the TV show. Did no one else come up with a kid's book? Oh, I did. I went YA because I didn't know. So. (laughs) Yeah. And Sam's still thinking. (laughs) Yeah, so give me a second. By the time we get to him, he'll have something. So either Carrie or Allie, go. I latched onto the fairies in this statement. And because I wasn't sure if it was submitted by a kid or an adult, I took a chance mm. and I went Always with Holly a good Black. To take. Yeah. So Holly Black has a number of series. My favorite one of hers is actually a standalone book that I don't have with me right now. The um, darkest part of the forest. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> so, so good. The darkest part of the forest is dark fairies. It's teens who, you know, go to the woods and throw parties around this glass coffin that exists in the woods because it's been there forever. And that's what we do when we're bored. And they haven't we broken go, it yet? D- you know. It's a very okay. heavy duty it's coffin. Very also he- magic. Magic, yes. <laughs> okay. And I believe in the coffin is like a really, really beautiful humanoid being with antlers, right? Does he have antlers? He might. I want him to have antlers. Um so we're going to say that he does. We'll I call that canon. Holly would appreciate it. It's dark fairies, so creature in the coffin wakes up, chaos ensues. But she also has a series called The Cruel Prince, which is another dark fairy series. Holly is just, she's really good at world building. She loves D&D, and it's no surprise. You know, she, I think Cruel Prince was actually, that whole series is based on a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that she was playing with friends. She's really good at the magical stuff. These are also magical creatures, even though they were not listed in the question. But she also (laughs) has a vampire novel called The Coldest Girl in Cold Town, which I really loved because it's like a love letter to all of those lovely teen vampire novels that, you know, we had shelves and shelves of for a long time in the early 2000s. She's, She's incredibly fun, too. So good, good, fun, dark teen books nice okay Allie All I'm right. gonna give Sam some I've more time a... <laughs> I have a... picks they're just you know <laughs> this is not my forte so I'm um, you know I have a couple again and one is I would not have thought of this had I not known that this question came from a tabard but it just felt too spot on not to recommend it the tabard in addition to being an accepting place is also a place where like People who are just kind of struggling a little with school were, at least in my time, really honest and open place. And there's a very funny book about a toad and a frog. Frog and toad? 
Almost. Love it's that series. Frog and Toad are doing just fine. Oh, yes. Um, it is a little gifty humor book. Came out from Chronicle this past year, I believe. And I am not sure who the author is, so I will tell you at the end of this episode when we go through our picks. But it's just a little Frog and Toad satire. It reminds me of everyone I knew at Tabard and actually my partner is also a tabard um there's a little you know we're kind of slackers sometimes but we're doing our best and I feel like that's a message that everyone should hear there was also you know frog and toad having the toad as a kind of mascot frog and toad just kind of slipped right into the ethos frog and toad are doing just fine and you know, I might even have the title wrong. It might be doing their best. Their One best. of those two things. One of those. Yeah. We'll confirm we'll in, figure a, in a it second. Out. It'll yeah. be in the notes. Super funny. It's Frog and Toad living in an online age <laughs> and just trying to make do. And they're doing fine. Yeah. And yeah. they're also, you know, I think if I'm remembering right, does it kind of amp up a little bit of the queer side of Frog and Toad? I think so. And so Tabard is also a very queer space on campus and just feels like the right book for that (laughs) but the other one I did want to recommend one other in case somebody's reading the show notes on this and they're like I want magical creatures and then I'm like (laughs) frog and toad are doing just fine there is a series of books about magical creatures that I love from no brow do you guys carry Mm -hmm. them at all oh yeah so the secret lives of unicorns secret lives of dragons I think there's also mermaids and maybe one other and they are gorgeously illustrated they always pose a little bit of a confusion for new staff members who are like where do i i shelve this in kids nonfiction?" but it's about you're telling me you don't have a children's mythical creatures section we do now it's got a shelf talker on there now (laughs) but it's it's whimsical and it it approaches it as though these are true facts it is really the truth about unicorns and dragons and all of it and gorgeously sorry (laughs) okay sam well you know anyone who knows me or who's talked to me at the store knows that this is not necessarily my wheelhouse but i i i can usually take a stab and once in a while i hit something good i will first of all say not for nothing while frog and toad are not enchanted there is now a frog and toad anthology single volume that i think you know people five to 99 should be reading once in a while just to remind themselves how how to live because frog and toad really kind of had it all figured out you should just they're like how they're so good what what can you learn that you can't learn from frog and toad but we are talking about magical creatures and frog and toad are not necessarily in their standard corporeal forms entirely enchanted they're they're pretty much average frogs and toads they're enchanting they are enchanting One that came to mind for me, and of course the Scandinavians are always a great place to go for uh, enchanted creatures, and one of my favorite books about uh, an an enchanted creature is from our pal Astrid Lindgren, she of uh, Pippi Longstocking fame, and the book is The Tompton, and there are a few, The Tompton and the Fox, and a couple of, uh, there's there's a couple in that, that feature this character. The Tompton is kind of a diminutive gnome who lives in the barn on a Swedish homestead and he comes out after dark and makes sure that all the animals are okay. He talks to the cow and hears how her day is going and makes sure that the shy kittens drink their milk 
and he checks in on the people, and he kind of just walks around the farm and checks in on things. The Tompton is completely 120% lovely. Nothing really happens. It's just the night rounds of this gnome-like fellow, but it is a delight to read at any age. It's a great read aloud. It's beautifully illustrated. It's often pegged as a a winter holiday book because it is set in the dead of winter and there's snow on the ground and the Tompton has kind of a St. Nicholas-like appearance, but it's it's a completely non-holiday focused, you know, secular story. So for kids and adults of any age, if if you don't own the Tompton or aren't familiar with the Tompton, you would definitely be advised to pick it up. For... Adult readers, and I guess like advanced young adult readers, I I also will give a plug to a book that, even though I insisted I did not read fantasy or any kind of particularly enchanted fiction some time ago, a cute girl told me that I absolutely had to read Uprooted by Nomi Novik. And it was me. Damn. Well done, Adam. That it is a compelling, fast-paced tale that has a whole lot to do with a sentient enchanted forest. We've learned a lot about how trees are in themselves individual beings and collective beings in recent years. And so if you have read Finding the Mother Tree or a book like that and, and thought, man, wouldn't it be wild if all the trees were just, like, really pissed off at the humans? Uprooted may be your speed. I can't believe you recommended Naomi Novik before I did. I also feel like suddenly I, I'm picturing, like, really beautiful volumes of Norse myth mm-hmm. might be a good... I can't think of one, but I feel like there was one that came out recently, like, in the past three years, that was just a very lovely compilation... So, today, we discussed an answer to this magical creature's question. Hilda, the comic series by Luke Pearson. I recommended Holly Black, specifically the darkest part of the forest. I recommended a book that is actually called Frog and Toad Are Doing Their Best by Jenny Eggerdy, and was wrong, it's not Chronicle either. I also recommended Secret Lives of Unicorns or Dragons or whatever. Cryptids? Can we call it our cryptids? Does that apply to it's, it's different. different? Darn it. I was really hoping I used that word. I know, right. but it's <laughs> Thanks. I also recommended Secret Lives of Unicorns or Dragons or whatever strikes your fancy, which are published by No Brow. And I recommended The Tompton by Astrid Lindgren and also Uprooted by Naomi Novik. And with that, we end this episode. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, CATV Upper Valley Media Community, and these three fabulous bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you have a reading dilemma, email us a question or a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or contact any of these three fabulous stores using your preferred social media methods. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us. See you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org. That's uv 
jam.org.